0: I want to give a big shout out to Premier Pawn in Springfield, Missouri. Two convenient locations at 904 North Glenstone and 2865 South Campbell. Locally family-owned and operated by huge wrestling and MMA fans. They have great deals. The inventory changes daily. See them for all your buying, selling, and pawning needs. Don't take it from me. Take it from WWE Hall of Famer Bushwhacker Luke. The legend
1: here, Bushwhacker Luke, and I'm a pawn shop. Not a pawn, just thinking about I'm at the best place in town to buy and sell gold. Yes, Premier Porn. Get your face in the place and get the best bargains in town. Springfield, Missouri. See you there.
0: Whoa! Yes, that was Bushwhacker Luke. Yes, Premier Pond is legit. And yes, they are what's best for business.
1: Tell me that is not good for business.
0: So go check them out and follow them on Facebook too. That's a slop drop. I can answer that. That's a slop drop. What is that move? That's a drop. Slop drop time. That's a That is Slop drop, slop drop, slop drop. The slop drop indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the slop drop. This is Nathan Rogers at woopig Sumo on Twitter, and we are joined by The man himself, David Badluck Chapman. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Glad to be back. Big week in wrestling. Some of the top headlines this week. Mandy Rose has signed a new five-year deal with the WWE. I'm sure the King will be happy to to learn that. Uh, As we saw from the Royal Rumble, Edge is back. He signed a new multi-year deal with the WWE. Dirt Sheets say he was in talks with AEW prior to signing. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. But good to see Edge back.
1: Real good to see him back, man. And I, I tell you, he looks like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. Of looks, course, we're going to – It looks really good.
0: Touch on him a little bit more when we hit the rumble. Sting versus Undertaker at Saudi Arabia is being discussed. What do you think about that one?
1: So that has been a, you know, a long, long time dream match, fantasy match, whatever you want to call it, for years. I still would love to see it. I, you know, I'm, I hope that I'm not disappointed – Um, you know, with both of their ages and, uh, stings injury and, and, you know, takers injuries over the years, I I hope that they can still go and and deliver a great match. Um, the, the kid in me, I think will be starstruck and just, you know, pop anyway, but, uh, I I hope they do it. it has been something that's, that's needed to be done for a long time. I hate that they waited so long to do it, but, uh, but
0: I'd like to see it. Love to have seen this about 10, 15 years ago, but Hey man, I'm, I'm anxious to see it now. I mean, I'm I'm like you. That's nostalgia. That's that. I feel like that was robbed of all of us hardcore old school fans years ago. And I know they're uh, getting up there in age, but I would still love to see it. I know they're talking about Saudi Arabia. Got mixed emotions about that uh, Saudi Arabia in general. But you'd think this would be a WrestleMania match, but you know, Undertaker is uh, well known for his WrestleMania moments for sure in his record. Sting's never had that WrestleMania moment, but at the same time, if they're going to do it at Mania, then you do, almost have to put Undertaker over. And then, you know, do you really want to do that to Sting? Because he's never had that big moment.
1: Yeah. I, you know, and, and, and the thing about it is, is this Saudi Arabia match, uh, I don't know what they're calling it this time, but it could end up having more of a storyline to it where they end up at Mania in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read where a lot of guys are hesitant about going back over there. Yeah. so don't I think they're going to
0: be a little
1: no no absolutely not and I, I think they're going to be a little bit short on talent and maybe that's why they're pushing Sting versus Taker um, to kind of give it uh, you know, give to give them what they paid for I guess but uh, I don't know I, I'm like you I'd like to see it at Mania um, I kind of hope there's a little bit more to the storyline uh, maybe where it leads to Mania and I tell you if this match was booked back in 2001 2002 man them guys yeah. when they could when they could go a hundred percent that would have been the the prime time to book it. But again, I, you know I'm anxious to see it this time too. I, I hope they do it.
0: Darren Young has uh, came out and said about ninety percent of the WWE locker room smokes weed, bro. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, probably.
1: I, you know, I don't really know uh, what bringing that, you know, putting that out there did for him but uh you don't doubt it at all yeah you know, i'm sure there's a lot of stuff that goes on backstage that uh that people don't know about and you know i've I've said for years their wellness policy only applies to certain people so you know probably
0: but you know d- historically the, the issue with pain pills and overdoses and stuff like that honestly if that's what they're doing to get through the injuries and help them i don't have a problem with that it's um, it's already legal in, in several States. And, um, I, if that's still against their wellness policy, I wouldn't be opposed if they took that off their wellness policy and just kind of turned a blind eye at times.
1: No, I, you know, I, I've said for years, I'd much rather deal with somebody who's, uh, who's high on weed than, than drunk on alcohol yeah. or meth or, or, you know, pilled out. You know, and that's, that's the sad part about it is you look back at all the overdoses that, uh, It's coming, in this business and it's, you know, it's all
0: pill related. So a lot of guys in this business have died at a young age from abusing pain pills. And if, like I said, if, if this is an alternative to that, then, oh, well. Speaking of weed smokers, Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar had a verbal confrontation (laughs) prior to Royal Rumble. Supposedly Lesnar came up to him and said, quote, kid, you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me in your bleep because you and I will never work together ever. Uh, Riddle went on and was eliminated from the rumble in about a minute.
1: So that's pretty accurate statement on Brock's behalf.
0: Luke Harper, also known as Brody Lee, back to Brody Lee on uh, social media, could debut in mid March, and rumor and innuendo is he's AEW bound. That would be huge. Yeah,
1: I think I think me and you said that uh, whenever we found out his contract was up and or he asked for his release or
0: whatever, uh, AEW is the right place for him, and would love to see him show up there. Absolutely, They're, they have a lack of big men. I guess you could say, Brody Lee's a lot bigger than what you think he is, and that dude is absolutely talented.
1: I agree, one hundred and ten percent. And and they do have a lack of big men. Um, so him coming in, you know, I think he'd make like the fourth.
0: So, yeah.
1: So more, you know, more power to him. I, I think AEW is the
0: right choice for him,
1: and I think there's a lot of other competitors out there that AEW would be the right choice for.
0: Yeah uh killer cross possibly heading to the wwe that makes total sense his wife already works there in nxt uh been rumor he may be headed to aew uh, but the last i read this week was it looks like he's headed to wwe another huge get
1: yeah i agree i agree you know and i, and I love seeing this it's kind of it kind of brings back the days when uh when guys would go from WCW to WWE or WWE to WCW, it's kind of nice that they have options out there now and not, not just AEW and and WWE, you know, you've got ring of honor still. Um, I think impact still has a, as a show sometimes, (laughs) Um, but there's options, AEW and WWE obviously being the better of the two. Um, And I I like that. I, I think, I think it not only brings options for guys, more guys to get in the business, but it brings more competitiveness amongst brands and talent.
0: Oh yeah. And I love seeing how somebody may not be success. And we've talked about this before, may not be successful in one promotion and then they jump ship and all of a sudden they're freaking over like Grover.
1: And that's, you know, that's classic WWE stuff there. Uh, Cody Rhodes, uh,
0: prime example. He was freaking stardust in WWE. And now look at him, the top baby face over there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the thing is, you know, WWE Creative, um, and I, I know I pick on them, but let's face facts. I don't know if they've just got too many, too many uh, stars on the roster for them to keep up with or what the deal is, but
0: most of the time when people leave there, they become a star somewhere else. Uh, reports, Sasha Banks, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe are all injured. Could explain why Sasha was not a part of the Rumble. AJ was absent from raw and then Samoa Joe supposedly took a injury during his match on raw. Um, they thought maybe he suffered a concussion and the officials actually, uh, made him leave the match just as a precautionary measure.
1: You know, and I, I, that's great to see too. You know, you, that's another thing that, uh, um, kind of gets pushed on the back burner is all the concussions and, and how serious, uh, those yeah. actually are. So, for them to make Joe leave the match, it, it's kind of refreshing to see them take that extra step forward uh, yep. to protect the guys that they have. So I, I I like that.
0: We mentioned the wellness policy earlier. Andrade suspended for 30 days due to a violation of the wellness policy. Not sure what it was he was popped for. Don't know if it was painkiller or steroids, weed or whatever. But Andrade, uh, Bobby Roode recently come off his suspension. Looks like they're starting to take this serious again.
1: Well, and you have to. And again, I don't know what they, what they failed for. Um, And and in my opinion, that would have a lot to do with it. But, uh, you know, you got to. And that's the thing is you you catch this at an early stage and maybe you can prevent, you know, maybe save somebody's life, maybe prevent somebody else from dying. WWE is always, I say always, uh, WWE recently, uh, for the past several years, has had a great, uh, rehabilitation program, you know, Mm -hmm. where past, present stars, whatever, if you have a problem, WWE will put you in rehab and help you get clean. Um, so it's, it's nice seeing them take the steps that they need to maybe preserve, uh, a career, save somebody's life, um, to keep them from getting addicted. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that, that when somebody gets hurt, maybe they don't need some hydrocodone or, or something like, like that. But, uh, I'm. I am glad that they're being so strict about it, and and I hope yeah. it. Uh, I hope these guys wake up, especially Andrade. I mean, he's yeah. he's engaged to Charlotte Flair. I mean that that dude needs to pull his head out of his butt and and get on the right track because he's he's hit a home run with her. He's doing great right now
0: in the business. I mean, Super he's, talented.
1: He's on cloud, yeah, he's on cloud nine. Former
0: right NXT now. champion. Uh, you know they to be all uh, political and all that stuff. They need a Hispanic. Star right now, and he's it. He's everything that Alberto Del Rio should have been.
1: Absolutely, man. I, I tell you what, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was creative more or if it was Alberto's attitude more, but, uh, man, I had high hopes for Alberto. They, I don't know if WWE dropped the ball or if he dropped the ball. But I think it's him because it,
0: it seems to be a a pattern wherever he goes, there's an issue.
1: Yeah, it seems a lot of, it seems like he has a really, really just poor, poor attitude. And, uh, regardless Andrade's picked up that ball and run with it and uh he's going to be he's going to be huge i think
0: you know you brought up the uh, rehabilitation program they got for past current former stars one that needs to be in there van hammer arrested this week for dui hit and run speeding fleeing he uh ran over a 5 year old on a bicycle and fled the scene kid's okay but man i i got no sympathy for guys that do this kind of stuff but you got to hope that uh, he gets his crap together, and maybe he reaches out to WWE and gets some help.
1: I hope so. I mean, you know, and that's you know, and I, I I've never had the the addiction problem. Um, you know, even even when I smoked cigarettes years ago, when I was ready to quit, I just put them down and never picked up one again. I've just never had that addictive personality, and I get that a lot of people do, and I I understand that it's that it's hard to ask for help. But man, with with the with the help that's out there and the resources that are out there, I wish some of these guys would would take it. You know, uh, Jim Nynhaard, you know, rest his soul. He had a problem, um, and I don't know if he ever reached out to WWE or not. But uh, there's videos on YouTube floating around uh, some of his interviews where he was, uh, you know, he was definitely under the influence of something. Um, British Bulldog. I mean, the list goes on and on of guys yeah. that. That that needed to go to this to the rehabilitation or to the rehab and get clean and maybe that some of them would still be here with us today. Um, I hope, you know, and Van Hammer, same thing. You know, I, I have no no pity for him uh, for getting out there, especially injuring someone else, much less a kid. Um, but uh, you know, I, I don't want to see anybody fail at life. So hopefully they reach out and hopefully they get uh, get the help they need.
0: Rumors are Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. I'd be down for that. Uh, I really thought maybe Baszler would win the R- Women's Royal Rumble. Didn't happen that way. Uh, somehow, someway, it looks like they're going to try and put that match together. I hope so. That's an interesting match, and I'd, I'd like to see Baszler, or Baszler take it.
1: Um, according to what I've read, I believe Baszler was scheduled to, to, to win it.
0: Yeah, changed at the yeah. last minute from what I understand. From what I understand, Heyman pulled the plug,
1: changed it because he didn't think that uh that it would affect the storyline without her winning it. So I, I would say it's gonna be her and Becky at WrestleMania, and I am okay with it.
0: Speaking of the ladies of the WWE, both Bella twins are pregnant and due within just a few weeks apart. I don't know how I'm gonna explain this to my wife, but uh, you know, get me you some are cigars. More unlucky, and, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, congratulations to uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, whoever the uh, father is to the other Bella twin. That, uh, that's pretty neat, two twins having babies at around the same time. Uh, MVP made his uh, you know appearance at the Royal Rumble and on Raw. Apparently that was his final WWE match on this week's Raw. I thought it was great seeing MVP back on our TV. I know some of our mutual friends are friends with him and was actually on the road with him just last week. It's unfortunate that I think there's a role that could be filled by him in the WWE. I know, um, you know, he's a big jujitsu guy as well. He still got it. He still looks great in the ring and people like Lashley could use him as a mouthpiece.
1: I agree. Uh, MVP, it, it, he did great in the rumble. He did, he did decent on the raw. I think, uh, I think maybe Ray. I understand that he that he requested a match with Ray, but maybe Ray moved a little too quick for him. Um, there were some instances where he kind of got lost. It looked like, but uh, I hate I hate to hear that that's his last match. I'd actually read uh, somewhere that uh, they thought that he had signed an ext signed a, a, a contract with WWE, but only to make. Uh, a handful of appearances,
0: yeah.
1: But uh, but then I saw where he announced that was his last match, and I hate that. You know, I wish, I wish he, uh, wish he would stick around for a while because he he can still go. He's still got great talent, yep. and uh, the fans loved him when he came out. He got oh a yeah,
0: huge, huge pop. So, uh, his last match on Raw, returning to Raw, Tom Phillips back replacing Vic Joseph. I thought Vic Joseph did a great job, but good to hear Tom Phil- Phillips back. I think he does an outstanding job. And uh, really fits in well.
1: I agree. You know, we're, we're playing uh, musical chairs with that, uh, that position, it seems like. But uh, I like who's there now, and I, I kind of hope they stick around for a while and they keep it the way it is.
0: And speaking of announcers, former WWF play-by-play announcer Sean Mooney is back in business and back with the NWA in commentary.
1: Big score. Very, very happy.
0: Hit on uh, NWA hard times real quick. Uh, won't cover every match, but James Storm and Eli Drake become your new tag team champions with a win over the Rock and Roll Express and the Wild Cards. Thunder Rosa, as you and I have been saying for months, new NWA women's champion, first Mexican-born NWA champion. She defeated Allison Kay. Marty Skrull was in the house. Tried to get Aldis to put the title up against Flip Gordon. Aldis agreed, but Skrull said, uh, Skrull must leave the building, and if Aldis wins... All future business between them would be on his terms. Scott Steiner defeated Aaron Stevens by DQ when the question mark attacked Steiner. Uh, afterwards, uh, Steiner attacked uh, or put question mark in the Steiner recliner and Stevens ran off. Nick Aldis defeated Flip Gordon to retain the NWA world title. I think I said if it was for the title, uh, Aldis would win. If it was non-title, Gordon would win. Um, they uh, they went the route. They turned it to a title match at the last minute and Ald- Aldis retained. And Ricky Stars defeated trevor murdoch in the finals of the tournament to become the new nwa television champion um overall great pay-per-view i thought i thought it was a good pay-per-view uh not so sure about ricky starks right now i know we've we've agreed uh months ago that they're going to push him to the moon we saw it coming i think i would rather and i'm not just saying this because we know tim storm he's been on our show we've yeah. talked to him several times super nice guy Really and realistically, I, I think my opinion they should have put the uh, the TV title on Tim Storm, simply because he is one of the true cut clear baby faces they got right now. And in order to make a good heel, then you got to have good baby face. And sometimes Ricky Starks, you don't know whether he's a heel or a face or what.
1: Well, not only that, but it would have made perfect sense since he can't uh, compete for the uh, the heavyweight yeah. title anymore. It made sense for him to take it. And I tell you, even another another one I would have liked to have seen, and, and it's it's probably just uh, just my opinion, but I think Trevor Murdoch would have been a good one to hold it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, sticking with the NWA over on Power, Sean Mooney interviewed Nick Aldous, who said there will be a face-to-face meeting with Marty Skrull at the end of the show. Royce Isaacs defeated Andrew Gunn, or Andre Gunn. Ricky Starks defeated Zicky Dice to retain the TV title. Joe Galli interviewed the new tag team champions, Eli Drake and James Storm. Still looking for a team name. Aaron Stevens and the question mark come out. Stevens talks about his triumphant victory over Scott Steiner, which, you know, really Steiner won by disqualification. So a little comedy (laughs) in there. Murdoch comes out and says they'll have a championship match next week. Murdoch's then laid out by the question mark, and then him and Stevens get out of Dodge before Storm and Drake come out. Uh, Man, I know we, we talk about Aaron Stevens and how great he's doing. And I, I think it was maybe the, not last week's show, but the week before. I'm not a fan of comedy wrestling, but he is hilarious, man. It, there's just enough in there that keeps me entertained. I
1: agree. Uh, the thing about it is, is he's got so much talent and you know, he, if you could put him in the ring against anybody. And he's going to make them look like a million bucks. Yeah. I mean, he's great. And he throws, like you said, he throws just the right amount in there to where you get a laugh and you just enjoy
0: the match. Uh, Nick Aldis and Marty Skrull had their face-to-face meeting. Aldis says if Marty wins, he's world champion. If Nick wins, Marty must refund every audience member their ticket for the event. This is likely to happen at the Crockett Cup, which is scheduled for April. Uh, What a twist. And what a way to get people to come to this event and, and to tune in. That's some great marketing right there by uh, Billy Corgan or whoever came up with that one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Uh, I wish I could go. I'd love to, yeah. love to, be
0: able to go to it. Dynamite, John Moxley comes out wearing an eye patch, looking like Luke Langley, who I think we got some gimmick <laughs> infringement here. Uh, Langley's been doing that for a while. I don't know who Moxley thinks he is. But anyway, cuts a promo saying Chris Jericho is a great wrestler but a terrible person. Jericho came out, put down Moxley, put down the crowd. With uh, They're in uh, Ohio. That's where Moxley's actually from. Ortiz called out about five more guys. Moxley attacked them anyway until the officials and Atlas security broke it up. MJF and Wardlow met the bunny, the butcher, and the blade in the back of a butcher shop. MJF gave Bunny an envelope that said the Young Bucks written on it. They go straight to the match. The Young Bucks defeated the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny. The Blade was pinned after a Meltzer driver by the Young Bucks. MJF on commentary and just freaking does outstanding, man. You know, Occasionally he would do this in MLW when one of his buddies was in a match. He'd jump in on commentary. And he definitely has a career as an announcer once his in-ring career is over with. Just a classic heel, great talker. Um, I, I just can't say enough good things about MJF right now.
1: I don't care what some low-life fat guy in Arkansas thinks of me. I think he'll do great on, a, on the announce team uh, many, many years from now when that time comes. I kind of want to give a shout-out to that little backstage video that they did, uh, or vignette, whenever he walked into the butcher shop, handed the money, and then when the, mo- when the camera went back up, they were in their wrestling gear. I, <laughs> thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed that little segment. I thought that was just perfect. It was only like 30 seconds long, and it got over. I I, I thought it was great.
0: After this match, the Butcher attacked the Bucks. Uh, Kenny Omega comes out and makes the save. Adam Page slowly comes out, has a beer in his hand. He ends up helping as well. Uh, Next match, Nyla Rose defeated Big Swole. And then uh, we saw Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson defeat Kip Sabian with uh, Penelope Ford. Tony Schiavone then interviewed Dr. Britt Baker who went after Jim Ross for cutting her off last week. She said J.R. should quit being a barbecue salesman and start getting the roster's names right. She then diagnosed Shivani with gingivitis. Uh, I thought she did much better this week. She just seemed a lot more comfortable this week in this heel world than she did last week. If she can keep this up, man, I'm all about it. I think she did great.
1: Yeah, I think she'll be a great heel. I think, uh, I think she was a lot more comfortable this week as well. She really nailed it. Um, <clears throat> the whole being better than you and, and for whatever reason, picking on Tony <laughs> Schiavone. I am just loving it.
0: Well, everybody loves uh, Schiavone. Yeah,
1: she, if yeah, she can I mean, rip I mean, on
0: him, she's going to get some heat. Cause everybody loves Schiavone.
1: Sure. I, I do want to kind of back up just a second with uh, Cody Rhodes and Arn Anderson. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, if Arn would have given the referee a spine buster, I would have been okay with it.
0: That'd have been awesome.
1: <laughs> the chest bump, uh, you know, it was was yeah. what it was. I'm not sure why they went that route, but whatever. Glad to see Arn Anderson out there uh, getting involved, and and uh, you know, man, that's the thing. You watch an old NWA video, and and Arn looks looks today like he did 20 years ago. You know, at, yeah. at 18, at 18, that dude was a 40 year old man. Yeah. JJ so.
0: J. Dillon, I bet he's 100 years old right now. Looks the same he did 30 yeah. years ago. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I don't know what, what those two have, have uh, been eating or drinking, but uh,
0: sign me up. Backstage, the Young Bucks were talking about the Dark Order and then interrupted by a drunk Adam Page. Omega comes out to keep the peace and says that uh, he's made a match next week for all four of them against the Butcher and the Blade with a tag team of their choosing, which was re- later revealed to be the Lucha Brothers. Again, man, I, I don't like how it, it appears that wrestlers can just make their own matches, you know, uh, call me old school, of, old fashioned. I, I just miss there being a GM, a president, some sort of authority <laughs> figure uh, that has a little meat to go with these potatoes.
1: I agree hundred percent. They need somebody in charge there. They need that general manager role. They need something. Um, you know, I think I said it last week, but I, or the week before, but I, I'm kind of overseeing Adam Page drunk all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, considering what we talked about with Van Hammer earlier. I don't know if that's somewhere they want to go.
1: Yeah, it's just it's not a good look.
0: S C U defeated defeated the Hybrid 2. A uh, dark order appeared and warned Christopher Daniels that they're targeting him, his family, his friends. You know, what was it a week or so ago, Daniels and Pentagon refuting. I don't know what I mean, this is one issue with AEW, they they bounce around too much. Uh you got. I don't mind stuff intertwined and some inter intermingling or whatever, but he was just feuding with um, Pentagon. And Pentagon came out and interrupted his match, was making fun of him. And
1: uh, well, it's kind of like uh, Kenny Omega and and Pac or Pac yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So Kenny Omega's got his own thing going. He's either they're tag team champions now, and they're feuding with with whoever, and then Pac's still running vignettes. Talking smack to Kenny, and i
0: don't I don't get it, and speaking of that we go straight to a black and white vignette pack outside at an outdoor staircase in his full wrestling gear. um I don't know too many guys that walk around in what appears to be their underwear and wrestling boots, but apparently he does, so that part didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but anyway, he was telling Moxley if there's anything left of him when the inner circle is done, he might pluck out his other eye. He then told Kenny Omega he's coming for him next week. So, you know, Omega's already announced that he's gonna be involved at eight man tag match next week. So here we go again. Pack is, you know, starting something with Moxley and he goes back to Omega for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well
0: it's like sometimes they don't know what to do with these people, so they just make well, it. Hopefully,
1: hopefully that uh, that second show that they're talking about putting on, hopefully that'll that'll solve a
0: lot of that problem. Yeah. Inner Circles Jericho Santana and Ortiz defeated Private Party and Darby Allen. Jericho pinned uh, Cassidy after the Judas Effect. Afterwards, the Inner Circle beat down their opponents till Moxley comes out, makes the save with a baseball bat. It
1: is what it is. I, I, you know, the whole Moxley trying to fight off ten guys at the beginning was stupid. Um, but looking back and looking at the current talent that they have, and they've got a lot of they've got a lot of really good talent. Oh but, yeah. Uh, You know, you look at why Chris Jericho has been the heavyweight champion this entire time, and it's because I don't think they have anyone out there right now bigger than Jericho
0: that can take that belt, except maybe Moxley. Yep. And uh, that actually leads into a question we got from a a listener that we'll get to at the end of the show. So remember what you just said.
1: Hang on a second. I want to bring something up about AEW. I don't know if you've heard it yet or not. Shoot. We've been talking for weeks about them getting another mid-card level belt. Mm-hmm. Or title. I've heard that they're going to introduce a new championship soon. Now, here's the crappy part. <laughs> From what I've heard, is it's going to be a, a uh I guess a six-man tag championship. You know, the the mm-hmm. it'll be three belts. It'll be three belts instead of a tag team. It'll be a three-man whatever kind of like seu seu yeah would
0: have a tag belt i did uh i did read where they're uh kenny omega made uh some some references or some showed some interest in maybe adding a you know six man tag title belts like you're talking about i also in the past day or two read where they're considering an inner gender belt Honestly, if anybody's I th-
1: listening from there, please God, no. I'm not
0: Don't, uh, I don't agree with the, the six man thing. I think they need a mid card more than a six man. Um, yeah, and I'm okay play- with the free, with the free bird rule. Yeah, you know, yeah. put
1: that into effect, but yeah, let's get a mid card title out there.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, moving on to NXT, Finn Balor defeated Trent Seven. Shotzi Blackheart comes out in a little army tank toy and wins her match. Keith Lee came out. Damian Priest and Dominic Djokovic uh, come out and challenge him to a match, which leads to a match between those two. Djokovic defeats Damian Priest. Tomasa Ciampa and Adam Cole had a segment. Uh, Tegan Nox defeated Dakota Kai. Caden Carter defeated Chelsea Green. And the broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn, defeated the Grizzled Young Vets to win the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I uh, I really enjoyed seeing uh, Riddle and Dunn work together. Uh, Riddle, you know, he's the laid-back stoner, uh, legit UFC fighter and legit laid-back stoner. So he plays himself really well. And, of course, Pete Dunn is just the serious, uh, no-nonsense kind of guy. And it's really funny to see how him and Dunn interact where Dunn's over there kind of joking around, and then Dunn's just... Standing there with a pissed-off scowl on his face the whole time. Uh, anyway, good stuff. I like the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Again, it reminds me of the Crockett Cup. I don't know if these guys are going to continue being a tag team, but really enjoyed that.
1: I think they went, I think they went the right route, uh, having those two win it.
0: Yeah. Royal Rumble, man. Uh, Sheamus defeated Shorty G, and actually, that was a pretty decent match.
1: It was. Uh, you know, that's – and it's – It's sad that we say it like that because both those guys are super, super talented. Yep. Um, So it it should be no surprise, but, uh, but it was, I don't know if I've ever seen those two guys work together and they really, they really hit a home run.
0: I love shorty uh, correction. I love Chad Gable. I hate the shorty G gimmick. In fact, he won the sloppy 2019 sloppy award for least favorite gimmick of 2019. The dude's a legit badass. really. I mean, there's no reason he couldn't be booked like Taz was. Kurt Angle uh, you know there's a couple other smaller guys that were just legit little bulldogs and they could totally do that with him instead they're going shorty freaking G. Andrade defeated Humber- Humberto Roman Reigns defeated Baron Corbin Charlotte Flair wins the Women's Royal Rumble Bailey defeated Lacey Evans The Fiend defeated Daniel Bryan and what was really a, an awesome match I don't think this match got enough attention afterwards as the actual Men's Royal Rumble did but Dude, they were laying that strap in. If you if you ever want to know if any of wrestling is real or not, then just look at Daniel Brown's back after this match.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They uh, probably the match of the night. To be honest with you, they yeah. they just really went after each other. Really put on just a hell of a good show. Um, I've said for forever now that uh, Bray Wyatt needed to be the heavyweight champion. Uh, of some sort. And, uh, I'm glad they finally put a, put the belt on him. Um, I don't really care for his custom belt, but whatever. Yeah. I like the gimmick. You can buy that like for the seven belt.
0: grand, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I had seven grand. I'd be, I'd be promoting a show. Help. I'd be yeah. helping space cowboy promote a hell of a show instead of, you know, collecting a leather belt like that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But actually, like I, said, I love the gimmick. I just, oh, I just yeah. don't like the belt. Yeah. Becky Lynch defeated Oscar, And Drew McIntyre wins the Men's Royal Rumble, which I thought was awesome. Uh, you know, we both said this year that we would love to see him and Samoa Joe actually be successful this year. Drew McIntyre going on to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar in the main event is just well-deserved, and it's about freaking time.
1: I agree. And uh, I do kind of want to shout out during this Royal Rumble uh, event uh, Keith Lee, when he made his, uh, entry and, uh, yep. Oh, Brock, man, he looked at Heyman, you know, and said, you know, said, who the F is this guy? Um, <laughs> but I want to point out, uh, that, uh, actually bully Ray actually said the same mm-hmm. thing. I just read, I read it right before this. When Brock was saying that he was backing up mm-hmm. and, uh, it really put him pers- into pers- perspective how big Keith Lee is when he stood next to Lesnar.
0: If you had to choose the MVP of the women's Royal Rumble, who would it be?
1: I'd go with Charlotte. I was happy with Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte or Baszler, either one.
0: I think I would go with, uh, Bianca Belair. I think she, she didn't, uh, go over as Billy Ray says, but she got over with the crowd. Yeah. I think she you caught, uh, Vince's eye. Very talented. I think, uh, huge bright future for her. What about the men's?
1: Uh, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to go with with Drew when he, uh, when he, when he won it. Just the look on his face, you know, the emotion that you could see that was real, mm-hmm. and and he and he did a hell of a job in there. You know, they they set everything up perfect when he Claymore kicked Lesnar over the top rope, and Drew Drew I think was the standout star and all that. Um, of course, mm-hmm. I mean Lesnar eliminated everybody before him, so.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one, man. Edge came back to a huge, huge pop. And if you noticed, when he first came through that smoke and he heard the ovation he was getting, he almost lost it. It took him a second to get back to you know what he what he was there for. I think it stunned him for a minute. He, he shook it off. He got focused again, ran in. Speared Dolph Ziggler, which the cameraman totally missed that. Yeah, but uh, man, that was awesome to see Edge. You know the grizzled look. You know they got the big gray beard and looks like a million bucks. But uh, I agree, Drew. Uh, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say I think it was AJ Styles, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. That he speared somebody. He speared ended up doing a backflip. Yeah, and I think it, was it AJ. just it. Yeah, it looked. I I mean. It, A million bucks. That was there nobody could have took that better. That just looked fantastic and it made Edge just look like a monster. Props to him. Dude looks fantastic. And he went in there and proved that he could still go. I will I've called it uh, when me, you and Steven were talking about it. I didn't think he was gonna win the rumble simply because I don't know that his neck can hold up. To have a visit to Suplex City.
0: Yeah, they got to be careful. I know uh, similar situation with Daniel Bryan. Uh, almost identical, I guess. You know, back back. Uh, you know, Edge has been. It's been nine years since Edge has been in the ring, and was told he, he had to quit or he's going to get freaking paralyzed. Basically, got that second surgery. Worked his tail off. Apparently, ever all the doctors uh, outside the WWE, inside the WWE, felt good enough that. He's back, man. And Drew, again, I I think you're right. He obviously is the MVP, but I don't think Brock Lesnar is getting enough credit. Um, I definitely think he should be co-MVP because...
1: I mean, he was in there for like, uh, what, the... Man, I just just
0: read it too. Over 30 minutes, almost 45 maybe? He got Keith Lee over just by looking at him.
1: Yeah, he was in there for a long time. And the thing about it is, Lesnar doesn't have long matches. Lesnar's—I'm not going to say his cardio is not where it should be, but if you ever watch his matches, they're not typically long and as as—I uh, don't think of the right word—and as active, I guess, as he was in the Rumble. He really kind of stood out and showed everybody, like, "Hey guys, I can
0: go, and I'm going to yeah. show you I can go," and he did. It put Drew over as well. I mean, he ate that Claymore <clears throat> kick right in the head, face, wherever, goes over the top rope. Loved the stare down between both of them. You know, Lesnar kind of hung around a little bit. Uh, McIntyre kept an eye on him the whole time, you know, thinking, we've seen Royal Rumbles before, uh, how somebody can stick around and help eliminate somebody else that, you know, is still in the ring. But thought it was good, man. I really did. I, I love the Royal Rumble. To me, it's one of those, you know, we've talked before, Back in the day, there was the big four, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Royal Rumble is one of those that hasn't got off its course. You know, Survivor Series has changed a lot. It's not the same Survivor Series as it was 20, 30 years ago. Uh, Royal Rumble just keeps delivering, keeps surprising people, and keeps things interesting.
1: Yeah, I wish, uh, you know, just out of selfishness, I kind of wish we had a few more surprises guys from uh from the past yeah everybody seems to love that you know even if it's kevin nash walking out as diesel or or whatever the case is but i will say uh mvp got a huge ovation and of course edge you know blew the blew the top off the place so
0: i like to see him do maybe 10 guys from raw 10 guys from smackdown five from nxt that leaves five more leave those five openings for uh some nostalgia some some old guys that uh, some legends, or some people making their debut, or just surprises—you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'll say it—I I give the Royal Rumble. I would, I would give it an A. I was yeah. very happy with with uh, every match that was on the card, how it was booked. Um, I thought it was actually one of the better pay per views that they've had in a long time. Yeah,
0: A couple things. I, I know I've been vocal about this before. I wish they just quit having tag teams in the actual Royal Rumble match because there's no way, you know, if Heavy Machinery is is in it, then Tucker ain't going to win the uh, Royal Rumble and go to main event WrestleMania. It's just not going to happen. Right. You knew that or back, you know, you were watching Demolition or whatever tag yeah, team might absolutely. be. The, the Axe or Smash isn't going to go main event WrestleMania to, to face Hogan or whatever. So yeah. Road Warriors, <laughs> they, nasty boys, no. Yeah, They've got enough single competitors. They don't have to do that anymore. Put those guys in there. Let their, let them shine a little bit. Give them some exposure. Also, man, if they throw you over the top rope, I don't care if one foot, two foot, three foot, whatever. I th- if you hit the floor, you're out. That's just my opinion.
1: And, uh, I, and you see, and I go back to, uh, you go to Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn Michaels and the British Bulldog. And Shawn Michaels had one foot touch the ground. And he pulled himself up over the rope and knocked Davy Boy off the turnbuckle to win the Royal rumble and uh i I kind of like that you that you have to have both feet hit
0: in a situation like that because he was still holding on to the rope, so I mean he wasn't i don't know I mean all you got to do is hop on one foot to get back in the ring if they're going to do it like that. Hell's that yeah, gal Kerry von Erich would have won back in the day because he's only got one foot. <laughs>
1: Hey, uh, while we're thinking about it though, shout out to, uh, uh, what is it? Trinity Fatu? that she, I don't know what she goes by now.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, when she jumped over, she kind of had a little Kofi Kingston in her Yeah, and, uh, jumped around, you know, which was, which was cool to see, you know, Kofi, Kofi's one of those guys that uh, always entertains during the rumble. So it was neat to see her do it and, yeah. uh, you know, prop, props to her.
0: Yeah. I think so too. I saw a few people giving her crap about it, but screw them. I thought she did a great job. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, critics are going to criticize, but uh, you know, good for her. I enjoyed it, and uh, just a shout out on that.
0: Yeah, Monday Night Raw opens up with Drew McIntyre challenging Brock Lesnar right off the bat for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Drew then issued an open challenge. The OC comes out to answer. McIntyre defeats both members of the OC. I
1: hated it. I I hate I hated it, man. The OC, if they if he would have just annihilated Carl Anderson, fair enough, and then jumped Luke Gallows at the end. But uh, he squashed these two guys. He made them look like nothing and they are a huge tag team. Yeah. And Luke Gallows is a big freaking dude. Yeah. Um, I, did, I didn't like. I wasn't a got, fan.
0: Got no problem putting McIntyre over. But that's a top tag team. Get somebody else from the back yeah. that's not been on Raw for a while, or somebody that's looking just to get on TV. That's a single guy. Let them let them squash them. You know, don't do that to your tag team.
1: Yeah, no, that was I, I hated that first that first match. Um, there's there's several other people back there that he could have done that too, uh, and those two guys just which I, I understand that they could care less, but yeah. uh, storyline wise, I thought it, I thought that was horrible.
0: After the match, Brock Lesnar, F5, McIntyre. Rey Mysterio defeated MVP. Uh, Aleister Black defeated Kenneth Johnson. After this match, Black got on the mic and says he's tired of people look, waiting for people to pick fights with him. From now on, he's going to start picking fights with people in the back, which it's about time. I thought that was kind of lame, uh, what they were doing for a while. But I guess uh, since they're doing it this way, it kind of kind of had to do that for this to make sense. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Seth Seth Rollins' and buddy Murphy defeated Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. This is where Joe uh, allegedly got the injury was taken to the back. Owens got rolled up by Murphy. Uh, Humberto defeated Andrade by DQ when Zelina Vega attacked Humberto. After the match, Humberto Hamlock DDT'd Andrade to the concrete floor, which sets up his 30-day suspension, I'm assuming.
1: Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can, I can figure. Uh, I saw a headline the other day that uh... – Said you know Andrade's been suspended, but Creative doesn't know it yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I, I kind of like. I I'll be honest with you. I would kind of enjoy to see him retain that title via DQ quite a bit. I think that's yeah. a perfect heel way to keep it. Oh yeah. You're, you know, if you can't beat, which not necessarily against Humberto, because uh, I just don't like Umberto, but uh, <laughs> you know, get any any big competitor, Ray or or, you know, uh, anybody in the back, and you get uh, you get her to interfere, but do it so blatantly, like she says, hey, ref, watch this, and smacks the dude. Yeah. Boom, disqualified, but he keeps his belt. I think that'd be a great little run that he could do, and I think he could pull it off.
0: Charlotte Flair defeated Oscar by DQ when Kari Sane dropped an elbow on Flair. Mojo Raleigh defeated No Way Jose. Raleigh uh, has Riddick Moss in his corner now. and says offensive lineman, which I guess is more like, you know, more or less going to be his bodyguard to help keep him safe from the 24-7 championship challengers, which really didn't work right away because R-Truth snick, snuck into the ring. Uh, disguised as one of the conga line members as a hamburger, I believe it was, and rolled up Mojo to win the 24-7 title. Mojo ended up uh, getting that title back, pinning R-Truth. But, um, yeah, obviously,
1: obviously, Mojo needs a bodyguard. That yeah. dude's a monster.
0: uh, Watch out for this Riddick Moss because he's one talented dude.
1: I was just going to say
0: I'm not sure that uh, being with Mojo is the right guy to put him
1: with, but maybe, maybe it'll help lift Mojo up too. I, you know, I I think Mojo's an underrated talent. I think he's got the look; he can go in the ring, and they just won't do
0: anything with him. I'm I'm hoping that. I mean, it it could work. I'm hoping what they do is, you know, this 24/7 title has really been a joke. It's just been for entertainment. This is kind of a way for them to give it a little more legitimacy, maybe more like the hardcore title, Uh, have actual matches instead of, you know, getting rolled up by the hamburger like we saw. So maybe it's a way to lie,
1: though. I kind of wish they wouldn't. I kind of wish they would give that back to R Truth, (laughs) let that be R Truth's belt, let him do his 30 second comedy skit with it every week and hang on to it and lose it and get it and hang on to it and lose it and get it. And then put Mojo in a real, real storyline, and and make him somebody. But uh, I don't know. I
0: will tell you what else this belt does. I know we mentioned AEW considering a, a, an intergender title earlier. WWE's already got it. This twenty four seven title can be challenged. Yeah, Kelly by, Kelly had it. Yeah, challenged by anybody, anytime, any place. It's intergender title. So. You know what, talking about, that, talking about that, uh, we didn't talk about it, but uh, did you see about Beth Phoenix getting hurt in the women's uh, Royal Rumble? I did. Um, yeah, had a little hair dye in there. Yeah. That's yeah, the they, back yeah, of her they, head they, open, blood yeah. bleeding yep. everywhere. So
1: she kept going. She took it like a champ um, with as much color as she got. and I didn't even realize it during the Battle Royal, or sorry, the Royal Rumble. Um, I actually saw it later on on uh, social media that she, where she had cut it open. Um, kudos to her for keep going, um, yeah. but I am surprised that they didn't make her get out of the ring.
0: Tough as nails. Now, Liv Morgan defeated Lana Lashley and Rusev was banned from ringside. Eric Rowan defeated Brandon Vice, and then <laughs> Edge comes out, cuts a promo on his retirement and his return. Randy Orton interrupts, asked Edge about reunited the RK, Rated RKO. Orton then hit Edge with an RKO from out of nowhere. Out of nowhere! Teased about putting Edge's neck, you know, through a chair and jumping on it. Instead went with the uh, concerto. Classic Orton heel work at its finest.
1: Yeah, and you know the thing about it is if anybody can protect Edge, it's going to yep. be Orton. Yep. He's got enough, enough time, enough experience, and he's just good enough that he can get in there and do a lot of good stuff. And uh, you know it's just like when he when he put when he hit the uh, put Edge's head on a chair and then hit the chair. Yeah. Um, if you watch if you watch how carefully he lined that shot up, you know to make sure it looked good, but make sure to hit where he's supposed to. So I think this will be a good, at least a good first feud back for Edge. And, and man, they've got
0: history. And he had the crowd right where he wanted them.
1: Hey yo, it's.
0: Survey time. Surveys. uh, Asked, how would you rate NWA hard times? Facebook, 82% thumbs up, 18% thumbs down. Twitter, 65% said good, 13% said fair, 9% average, and 13% said poor. Brian Anthony on Facebook said, who is the small percentages of people who apparently hate wrestling? Uh, At Joshua underscore Scott 75 on Twitter. Can there be a great option? They are effing awesome to watch. At Rocket Heart on Twitter, classic professional wrestling that not only takes older fans back to wrestling the way it used to be and the way they liked it, but is a gateway that parents and grandparents can use to introduce newcomers to the sport of pro wrestling. I agree with all that, man. It was a great pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A big thumbs up for me.
0: Asked, how would you rate the WWE Royal Rumble? Facebook, 79% thumbs up, 21% thumbs down. Twitter 70% good, 16% fair, 9% average, and 5% poor. Alex Moore on Facebook says it's the craziest one. Michael Hasty on Facebook, overall stale with some awesome high points, but predictable. Uh, Sonny McClure on Facebook, it was good. The strap match and men's world rumble were the best. Uh, at Marco Yamacita on Twitter, said predictable beginning, lackluster middle, and a feel good ending. Uh at Digital Zone ENT on Twitter asked us, um, if we could fantasy book anyone to win the AEW title, who would it be and how? The natural Dustin Rhodes. I thought of that. Uh the only other one, man, they just haven't built, you know, you mentioned it earlier, they haven't built any single guy up right now that would be considered your classic heavyweight champion other than john moxley
1: yeah you know D- dustin rhodes uh, would be a more of a nostalgia thing for me i would just like to see him get it uh truth be told he probably never will but i'd love to see him get it and run with it um but yeah you know and that's a, that's that's the a thing with AEW is they put on a good show but they're not really building anything and and even even faces and heels they don't have a lot of separation from who's a face and who's a heel yeah Uh, And every week it may change. And so they've got a lot still to work on, a lot of growing pains still to come. Um, But uh, back to the topic, yeah, I
0: I think I would pick Dustin Rhodes. At W. Hardy said he'd love to see uh, Darby Allen. I love Darby Allen. I think he's a huge talent. He's given us a shout-out before. I just don't know if Darby is your world title guy right now. I'd love to see him in a a mid-card title if they ever get one.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's a mid card championship uh, or champion all the way, and that's no disrespect to him at all. That's just based on how AEW has built him so far.
0: Love MJF. I think he's best hill they got, but uh, again, you know, so is Jericho supposed to be? So it was kind of hard to put those together. MJF got a huge career ahead of him. Don't think you need to put it on him right away. Again, another guy that would be great in the mid card. Um, I just don't have much choices right now. I think Moxley and, like you said, Dustin Rhodes would be the best uh candidates right now. Kenny Omega, Adam Page would also be good candidates, but they're the tag team champions, so you can't really use them.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if we could go back as far as we wanted to, you know, will put it on Arn Anderson, I'd be okay with that too.
0: Hey, if uh, <laughs> L- Luke Harper or Roddy Lee makes his debut in March, maybe that's somebody to consider, but right and, and now I think
1: that's actually a big, big choice too.
0: That That'd be really, really
1: That'd be a really, really good option. Yeah.
0: If we're talking about right here, right now, I think they're on the right track with Moxley at the, at the moment. And, uh, again, would love to see Dustin Rhodes. Wish he would drop the makeup and go back to the natural, but whether he's wearing makeup or not, dude's still freaking amazing. And uh, we'd love to see him get a world title. Uh, we're we're about to transition to another question that was submitted that he, he falls right into this. Um, we were asked by a listener – Who do we think should have been the WCW champion that never was? And who do we think should have been the WWF champion that never was? Man, you can make a long list of people on both. Um, Start off with WCW. I know they were in a weird transition, uh, still affiliated with NWA until about 94, 93, 94, whatever. So from 94 to 2001, if we're talking strictly WCW, I got to say, you know, Kurt Henning, Barry Wendham, Dustin Rhodes, Dr. Steve Williams, Arn Anderson, Ming, Guerrero, Bam Bam Bigelow, Scott Norton, Raven, a lot of people.
1: You know and and the, the two that come to my mind right off the bat was Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson, and uh, out of out of respect and just how how cool it would be, you said Ming, which uh, yeah, which I didn't even think about earlier. And until you mentioned him, but, uh, Ming would have been a great world champion.
0: He was I mean, legitimately feared by everybody because he was such a beast. He People don't realize.
1: guy's eye out in a bar. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Respe- that dude was a monster. Respected
0: yeah. and feared by everyone. And he also was, uh, I, I guess my top, if I had to do top in WCW, definitely Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, uh, definitely Scott Hall. Uh, definitely Barry Wendell. I think he's severely underrated. And uh, again, as as a surprise, throw Ming in there, Eddie Guerrero, Bam Bam Bigelow, all those guys, sir. So part of me
1: disagrees with with uh, Scott Hall and Mister Perfect, only because of how they were how they were used in WCW. They weren't. I don't think. I don't think either one of those two guys stood out enough in WCW to be the heavyweight champion. On the flip side of that, when they were in the WWF, WWE, they both stood out enough, and they would be the top two choices in the WWF. But had I just some, think with the way things were booked, I think I think I just don't see it in WCW
0: myself. Had someone suggest Brian Pillman. <clears throat> Love Brian Pillman, incredible talent, but at the time. Mid-card light uh, yeah definitely um he, he was an amazing talent but back then size mattered and that's what hurt him i could you know he was uh, i think their first um cruiserweight champion light heavyweight champion whatever definitely he was a tag team champion with uh, steve austin uh i love him to death huge fan but I, I can't see him being a world champion when he was in WCW. Well,
1: no, me neither. And the problem is, as it went on, he became what I call an add-on talent. Uh, you know, when he was with the Horseman, he had an injury, and he was on crutches most of the time uh, during his time was the Horseman, or there towards the end of it anyway. So he was just an add-on there. And then he went to uh, WWF, and was it DX that he joined? No, no, no.
0: Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation.
1: Yeah. And the same thing there. It's no disrespect to him or his family, but he was an add on there. He he didn't, he just didn't stand out. He wasn't his own person there. He was a member of a faction of a faction and he wasn't the main guy in that faction. So love him, loved his work, especially with stunning Steve Austin as the Hollywood blondes. They were great tag team champions. Awesome
0: tag team champions.
1: Yeah, probably one of the probably go down in, in WCW's history is one of the top tag team champions, in my opinion, but but not a not a main event, not a not a heavyweight champion. Uh, and and it's he probably could have got there, but neither company put enough into him to get him there. And like you said, size mattered. And he just. You know, I mean, God didn't grant him with with, uh you know, the size that he, that he that he probably needed.
0: As far as WWF goes, uh, Vader, Kurt Hanning again, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, Throw him on the WCW list, too. Piper was never champion there. Scott Hall, Ravishing Rick Rude, Jerry the King Lawler, Owen Hart. Man, the list goes on and on. Haku, you know, there's Ming again. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, uh, King Kong Bundy. Uh, You know, there's so many, too many to name, really, and I'm afraid.
1: The Million Dollar Man, Ted Diddy. uh, Absolutely,
0: yeah. And, uh, you know, there's guys, uh, they're on both. Scott Hall, Ted DiBiase, like you just said. Uh, mm-hmm. Rowdy Roddy Piper, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, mm-hmm. Kurt Henning. Lots of guys very well deserving of that and never got it. I All of those I guys should say. be in the Hall of Fame and aren't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, and that's the, you, you know, so I've been to a couple of, uh, a couple of Hall of Fames, Been to been to some WrestleManias. And, uh, like me and Steven have always talked, you know, it, it would be, we, we always book the hall of fame instead of WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, the hall of fame is where it's at. I enjoy going to the ceremony. It's a good time. It just sucks whenever we go or even watch it at home, uh, whatever the case may be. And you see somebody that's, you know, recently, you know, just had their last match or they're having their last match the next night at mania and they're yeah. getting inducted into the hall of fame when you've got
0: yes. such Vader. a huge
1: list of guys, yeah. you know, and, and Vader, I've got a soft spot for Vader. You know, I I grew up watching Vader in WCW and uh, then the brief time in the WWF, uh, you know, and, and Leon, he, he posted or tweeted or whatever it was on social media, uh, or maybe it was his kid that said it, but his, his kind of his wish was to be inducted into the Hall of Fame before he died. You know, hey, I've got this amount of time left. I Think it was two years, and I'd like to be inducted into the Hall of Fame before I died. Because he took that, you know, he took that as 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 something serious. It's something he wanted, and that was you know it was totally a shoot. That was that was what he he wanted out of him. And uh, I kind of feel like it was a kick in the nuts yeah. from WWE or WWE. Yeah, WWE to. Uh, to not put him in, uh, yeah. uh, dude, dude's very well deserving. He was great in in WCW. He was great in He's Japan. Been
0: world champion on like every continent there is, but WWF just dropped the ball on him.
1: Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him been able to go to go in. Um, I was there when he inducted.
0: uh, uh Oh gosh, Stan Stan Hansen. Han, Stan
1: Hansen. I was there when he inducted Stan Hansen. You know and. uh, and everybody will tell you that Vader was just a uh, a genuinely nice person, for as big as he was, he you know he was he was a lot more humble, especially towards uh, towards his uh, latter years in life and stuff. So I wish they would put him in. They didn't. Uh, but but aside from him, even you know there's uh, a huge huge list. Haku should have been in there probably three or four times. Um,
0: just the British Bulldog. I, I, why I don't know why he's not in there yet. I know another, oh, there's, another guy that should have been the champion in both WCW and WWF.
1: Absolutely, uh, and the the thing about the bulldog, the British bulldog, that irritates me is he was in main event matches with Bret Hart, with all these guys that were the champion and never won it. It's not yeah. like he was the mid card guy, you know, like uh, like they had Scott Hall was kind of a mid card guy, even though he could have been, you know, one of the best best heavyweight champions wwe ever had they kept him at a mid-card level not the bulldog man they had that dude fighting main eventers top-notch guys and they just wouldn't put him over and, and that's what sucks uh when you think of when you think of him but uh, they've got a long list of guys they need to induct and i wish they would kind of
0: yeah, go back
1: to a- that and put more of those guys in instead of uh you know, instead of a guy that's had a 10 year career and, and is going to wrestle his final match, you know, the day after.
0: Yeah. Once it gets closer to WrestleMania, we'll just, uh, that's a pretty much a whole show right there of guys who should be in that Hall of Fame. Um, Super Bowl this weekend, Chiefs versus 49ers. Who you got? Chiefs. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. Not a huge Chiefs fan. I'm a, uh, proud dallas cowboy fan i know there's few and far between of us these days <laughs> but uh man
1: i uh of course i live in missouri now so i kind of have to be a chiefs fan Uh and kansas the chiefs are the only pro football game i've ever actually been to in person i'm much more of a college college football guy uh but i will say uh say my homes has just been unbelievable this season so uh so good for them, man, and regardless, good for them for making it where they've made it. I'd love to see them bring that, uh, bring that win, though.
0: Man, I think that about wraps it up. Um, for those of you listening, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, follow us, share us, uh, give us a good rating, give us a good review. We are found on all major podcast flat platforms. And you can also find us on the Daily Spark, which is a wrestling website and app for your phone. Giving fans the latest news, podcasts, and more. Check them out. Check us out. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, we're out of here. Goodbye
1: and good night. One, two, three.